Um, before we do anything, the captain is going to take a step up to the doctor's body and she's going to pull out a shot glass in the way that she normally would for trying to re-roll things. And she's just going to pour it out next to, next to the doctor. Oh, we're pouring one out. Um, she's gonna pour. She's gonna pour one out, and she's she's just gonna take a moment and say, "Olivia once drank me under the table. I, I think it was Drag's birthday party, and she never told anyone. She knew what it meant to my image. She knew what it meant to my idea of who I was, and I kept quiet about that." But not anymore. From today, I boast it with pride. Olivia Adler was the woman who outdrank a hippo whose literal superpower is to drink. She outdrank me. I need to trust that she did everything she could here. She was a moral compass for this crew. She drew lines we needed to hear, and she fought hard to keep us safe. Adler... You deserved better from us, and I'm sorry I broke my promise to you. I promised that if Cassius wanted to kill you, we would be by your side, and he would have to get through us first. And you died alone, and you deserve better. We are a team, a crew, and a family. You will always be with us in the ways we have changed, and the ways that your actions have changed us. We will not let your death be in vain. I'm just sorry that we didn't make it here in time. Thank you for everything you did for our crew. And she's just going to salute Dr. Adler. Uh, Big Star will eventually walk up and uh, pick up uh, Dr. Adler's body. Sort of like uh, like in a carrying style, uh, like a bridal style, I guess is the term for it. And uh, he's going to just say, You deserve better than this, Lily. But... At the very least, we can see to wit that you are not buried here in this hellscape. Drake's looking at that portal. Yeah, let's... We, 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 <laughs> got, we gotta get to that portal. We already took one of his wings, and Olivia got his eye. Let's go rip the other wing out. So Acheron is a series of cubes. We've established this. God damn it. <laughs> but they're they're floating in this space, but they're not still. They're always kind of in a, a slow motion and they frequently crash into each other. And so there is a scar on the other side of this ridge where the, the light is coming from. And you have to kind of descend down into this valley, which has this, this ominous blue glow coming out of it. So as the party gets closer, uh, is there anything you want to talk about or do uh, as you climb? So during the time that I was working as a ranger on Hypatia. I used part of the funds that I made from being a ranger there to have somebody go and find me contact information for Olivia's family. I kept it secret from her because I know that she didn't want any involvement with their family until Cassius was dealt with. And over the past couple minutes, I've been debating... Whether or not it's appropriate 
to send a message to her family to let her know that she is dead. On one hand, her family already believes that she was dead and has no knowledge of what happened with her going to the Markov system, so they would just be experiencing her death all over again, and I imagine Olivia herself probably wouldn't want that. But at the same time, who else deserves to know if not her family? My gut reaction here is that uh, if it's not going to serve her family to know, and she wouldn't want her family to know, or the family you're referring to anyway to know, it's not like she's going to be forgotten, or that she's going to go down with no one knowing that she went. It would also give them the opportunity to firmly know what happened to her, and we would be able to provide them with a body. You say yourself that you don't think that's what she would want. Olivia often thought of others above herself. Do you think her lack of telling them was for their benefit more than her own? She wouldn't want to hurt them by having them experience the news again, but I also know Olivia cared very deeply for her family. Part of me wonders that if it were Olivia here being asked this question about someone else, she would believe that they deserve to know. When we get home, we ship an errant box. Maybe we should. First we get home. Yeah. We we would want to know. I think our family would want to know. I will prepare something when we get back to the ship, then. And we can tell them all the cool, brave things she did. All the compassionate, wonderful things she did. Yeah. All the slightly damp things. <laughs> God damn it, Austin. <laughs> Fish. She had a real good time in that that basement swimming pool. That that was fun. Comedy podcast. Comedy podcast. So as the party descends towards the teleportation gate back to the prime material plane, uh, they they actually see it. It's a, a big archway. It's a pretty classic um, Stargate style construction. A show I've never seen, but through pop culture osmosis, I how have I, you never seen Stargate? No. Do you want to roast me? I do want to arrest you. <laughs> what? What did you say? I said you want to roast me. Oh, I do want to roast you. I thought you said arrest for your crimes. But what crimes? You know what you did. Chris killed her. Crimes to your face. Damn. <laughs> so there is a gate here. Um, the, in the plains, anything can be a gate. Um, it's there's a famous. Um, Could a toaster be a gate? <laughs> no, any gateway. You said anything yeah, could fuck. be a gate. I yeah. love Rowdy Chris so much. I I was picturing Harry Potter port keys. I was like, is a boot a gate? I was still thinking about Stargate. If you're using the toaster as a gate, like, are you just standing on is the Is it like a giant toaster and you, like, like, go down into it like a piece of bread? <laughs> or is it a portal meant exclusively for sending bread and bread-sized things to different realms? Directly Ooh. into my cat's stomach. They're so desperate to not talk about sad things. Um, 
Now, in, in the video game Planescape Torment, which is set in the outer planes of D&D, there's a lot of talk about how any doorway can be a gate. So people are r- really terrified of like walking under archways or through strange doors. Like You never know. You just try to go to the bathroom and you end up in hell because anything can be a portal. But this is not a subtle portal. It's a giant blue... Uh, it actually looks like it once was the front gate of some kind of great military fortress, but it was destroyed the fortress part by another cube slamming into it. Uh, But this gate is not unguarded. Uh, There are in fact, a number of soldiers hanging around. Um, And I assume you're going to want to roll something about these people down here. I hate it. Well, there is the option. I still got spell slots. I could just make a super stealthy again. I know that's my go-to, but I'm just like, I feel like that spell works more often than not. <laughs> well, let's let's find out about them first. Yeah, because maybe they maybe okay. we find out they like give out presents or something like that. Like that's their whole deal. <laughs> okay. Well, don't don't if we don't screw up, you know, and let them know that we're there, we, we can we can do a sneak. <laughs> All right, with a twenty and a twenty-one and an eighteen, most of the party passes. Dregs. Dreg takes a look, but he doesn't really focus his eyes. (laughs) Um, You see, gathered around this portal gate are a very lawfully evil species of soldiers. They are... Krakow! Check out the roll 20. Krakow! Oh, no! Oh, that's not good. They're brains. Uh, It is a platoon of illithids and a giant elder brain. However, uh, the Elder Brain is not in its brine pool, safely inside a, its sanctum sanctorum, at the be- inside of a, a hive. It is rather, sadly, uh, kind of sitting on a big cart that would be pulled by horses, and it's just kind of flopped over there, uh, squirming pathetically, and all the Illithid soldiers around are, they're on guard, but they're slumped. Sad. Okay. Not particularly vicious looking, but they are still Illithids, and they are huddled around this thing as if it is the last fire in Akarod they need for warmth. So, Austin, yeah. you said Sanctum Santorum. Did they take that from Doctor Strange, or did Doctor Strange take that from them? It's, it's, the, it's Catholic. It's so real. Wait, it's what? Just a, did they not make Mjolnir <laughs> too? It means the holiest of holies. It's the, inside... It's a, religious. It's... Excuse me. What?! Did you, I, can't, I, you, I can't tell if I'm being trolled. You're Catholic, Chris. I was like, isn't Chris Catholic? <laughs> Formally Catholic, I'll have you know. Yeah, but they still told you things, right? Austin, can I do insight to work out what the, what their deal is? Yeah, I know genuflect and transubstantiation, all the good stuff. I'm rolling insight. 14. I rolled another 21. <laughs> Holy shit. 15. Uh, I... I will opt not to roll saying Big Star is too racked with uh, pain and guilt right now, and not that I have a negative <laughs> one to insight that could potentially ruin this check. Not how it works. Uh, so the party <laughs> passes. I think, Sasha, you, uh, as the person most acquainted with Illithids, you uh, understand them better than anyone in the party. Children. Children, Childs. yeah. Um, you think that they are not necessarily guarding the gate so much as just happening to be there to grab any people who try to pass through and devour them. Uh, so it's less of a, a defensive thing and more of a uh, ambush predator thing. Um, but they also don't seem particularly jazzed because they're doomed to an eternity of this and it's not particularly fulfilling. So they're in some existen- existential angst about it. 
Also, you know that no matter what you roll stealth-wise, uh, the Elder Brain can detect anything within like five miles psychically. Oh, you're such a buzzkill, Austin. Why, why are you going to harsh my mellow? That's what they do. I'm holding the book in my hands. Yeah, I know that, but I'm going to blame you, Austin. <laughs> okay. God damn it, Gary. Gary Gygax always blowing up my spot. Damn you, Gary! What What if I roll stealth on my brain? <laughs> um just take take some horse tranquilizers to really get it quiet i'm I'm, i want to do like the opposite of roll insight on the universe roll like nothing on my brain drake has a six in intelligence it's amazing that they he'd even register on them lala starts signing to you guys as you're making this plan she says we don't know where the gate goes i need to reprogram it it's going to just spit you out into space and we're all going to die. Oh, yeah. That's that's, that's not good. Oh. All right. Let's go kill the fucking Illithids. Hey, bitches. <laughs> well, he's going to let us get a, a surprise. All right. Whatever. Uh, Sasha runs down into the, the encampment and says, hey, bitches. At which point <laughs> the Illithids turn and look at, the, look at you and with a kind of resigned sigh, like... Oh man, I guess we gotta kill these people. They start standing up and uh, walking over to you. Do I got deep speech? I do. Uh, <laughs> in 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 deep speech, the captain's gonna walk up and go. So, friends, how you doing? Okay, so the images. Sasha runs forward and says, hey, bitches. They hey. all stand up to fight you. And then Captain Melbeck, <laughs> not acknowledging that, says, so what's going on? Yeah. What you think about? <laughs> Just squid things? Bitches is a, f- is, is a term of affection. How's life being brains? How are your tentacles today? Bitches. <laughs> I call my best friend bitches all the time. Yeah, but they, you don't even know these guys. It's fun. It's sassy. Maybe they're fun and sassy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like to imagine Sasha trying to explain this to her, uh, to them. <laughs> Do they respond to a jovial deep speech greeting? Um, so the Elithids begin to surround the party. Uh, they have these uh, psionic swords, basically. And they they draw them, but they don't attack right away. Uh, two Elithids, uh psychically, telekinetically, begin to move the sad chariot of the Elder Brain. Uh, up to face you. I'm going to take out my wallet and I'm going to start showing them my pictures of my children, which is objectivist and subjectivist. Oh, some of my best friends are illithids. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like, look at these babies. All the pictures of uh, Snallygaster objectivist don't really show anything because you're way too close. That It's just like <laughs> a scale. A scale. Yeah. Um, so the brain says, um, do a Skeksis voice. Travelers. Is that how it goes? Travelers. Mm-hmm. That is it. Yep. It is I, the Elder Brain. Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> what brings you to our realm? Well, we're here for unrelated business, but we've got to get back to help out all the other Illithids and Elder Brains. We, we are on team make things better for Illithids and Elder Brains. That's, that's what we're off to do. But revenge, mostly. Also revenge, but like revenge will, you know, be part of the plan that gets us to making things good for the Illithids. It would be a bold lie, yet I sense the power of the Illithids inside of you. How did this come to pass? I adopted. We're, we're part of a hive mind. 
That too. Yeah. We we made we made friends with some elephants. We got one of them a cool dragon body. We 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 did the whole um hive mind thing to help them become very 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 powerful dragon elephant. Most curious, you gave up your psychic nourishment willingly. Yeah, cause I love my son. We can be very reasonable, you know, when when situation dictates. Uh, the elder brain starts wiggling its dendritic tentacles at the party, uh, probing at you psychically. Um, in particular, of course, Sasha, as the one with the strongest connection to the Illithid, is particularly interested in you. Yeah. I have not heard of any other species willingly entering the hive mind before. What interesting effects. It's pretty dope, yeah. Think about how cool it would be if, like... I don't know, everyone could chill out and, you know, I don't know. I'm not saying everybody has to join the high <laughs> Drake, line, but... Drake's sort of, like, looking at Sasha like, uh... <laughs> what a world that would be! <laughs> now, the, the tentacles are kind of getting very friendly with all four of you, which is a sentence three of our listeners are very excited about. <laughs> it's more than three. Seven? Y'all nasty. <laughs> oh, I, I, I tell you I live with a listener who's going to be excited about that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, the elder brain says, Perhaps you would like to demonstrate your support for our cause? I mean, the woman who was just trying to solve the Earth food crisis is dead in my arms right now. I kind of thought we proved that already. Also, did you see that asshole bird with with one eye and one wing? We're gonna kick his ass. It's like if you were doing if you're playing Mass Effect and all of the dialogue dialogue wheel choices were procedurally generated. <laughs> it's just not okay. Um, the the elder brain doesn't sense any life or memories from Olivia, so it, that just it just means nothing to it. It wants her brain. No, it's not. The brain is inert. Oh. I, I mean, they eat brain tissue, but it wants. Your psychic energy. I need that to kick the bird ass. And yet you have shared it before. With family. Yeah, with family. So I want to get a read on something, Austin, which is if any of us were to share some psychic energy with this thing, what kind of vibe are we getting on, like, will will this thing happily just take a little and let us go, or is this thing like, ah, you gave me a little, I'm latched on now, I'm gonna drain you? There are always consequences, what would your characters do? I want our all insight on this brain. Seventeen? How am I getting all these good rolls of my negative one? Good, good job, Big Star. Yeah, for some reason, Dreg and Big Star won this insight roll when they lost the last one. So you saw th- Sasha and Melbeck charge down into the camp and start yelling at people, Dreg and Big Star. And you think they would have killed us now, by now, if they wanted to. They outnumber us and they're all extremely powerful. It's not going to be pleasant to share your psychic energy with them, but you've done it before and you survived. So you have no reason to believe you won't. And the alternative is to try to keep them from taking your brains, which... So, how much how much brain energy do you need? Like, would one person be sufficient? <laughs> do you show up at a feast and request only one morsel? Well, sometimes yes. Depends on what they have on the menu. <laughs> yeah, if the food sucks, then, you know... Is this a potluck? It's BYOB! Bring your own brains! Hey, Lamau. 
<laughs> Sorry, other than stuff, not really. We do not have a strong humor no, culture. No, it, it's You're trying, and that's it, what matters. No, it was a good, it was a well-put-together pun. We're just all a bit depressed today. It's been a lot. Again, carrying a friend's corpse. Do you want some of our depressed brain energy? We have been going through it, let me tell you. Those memories sound most delicious. Have at him, buddy. Yeah, captain, captain's in. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, they're welcome to those memories. That's fine. They can keep them. Uh, all right, so the Illithids are going to join in the hive mind and psychically drain the party. Uh, you all are going to take exhaustion. Oh, I've already taken some of that. Sure have. Oh, okay. Is it nap time? How much are we taking? So the party is going to take two levels of exhaustion, which means everyone's going to get disadvantage on ability checks and their speed halved until their next long rest, except for Melbeck, who is going to additionally get disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws and have our hit point maximum halved. Okay, yeah. As this party is psychically drained by the Illithids, uh, you don't lose your memories, but they become less clear, less sharp. It's so... There are three components to what illithids need to survive. There is brain tissue, which can be taken from animals or, you know, made synthetically. Uh, there are bodies that they take over through seromorphosis, which can be 3D printed in this brave future. And then there's psychic energy, which cannot be replicated and must be taken from a living creature. That is traditionally what has led to all the conflict because people don't like giving up their brains. Uh, and so they have to be taken by force. Uh, you now have twice electively given your psychic energy to illithids and fed them with your minds. We are the solution to the illithid food crisis. Conrad wins. Season over. Conrad wins. Well, yeah, because I invent the first integrated hive mind. Oh. Yeah, with the... Sasha never asked when the moss kept saying, oh, you're famous in the future for inventing the integrated hive mind. I had them say that like five times. I and knew what never it meant. Really... <laughs> oh, did you want to tell the audience? Everybody joins the party and we're all happy. <laughs> Everyone's welcome to the party. The solution to the illithid food crisis is to integrate illithid culture with other sapient races who can join in the hive mind and through which the third the the find the component that can't be replicated through technology can be given to illithids. Yeah, uh, the, the 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 illithids get food without having to do a kill, and also they get a bit of understanding of species and go, oh, oh, okay, maybe we shouldn't be doing a kill of you. You actually have like feelings and thoughts and stuff. Absolutely, and it's not going to be a smooth process. The illithids are feared throughout the galaxy. They've been waging intergalactic war for basically all of recorded history. Uh, they are just physically repulsive to many people. Um, Rude. And they're also just illithids who culturally don't want to stop killing. Just the way that we here at the time of recording can not eat animal products, but we do. I know I certainly do, even though I don't think it's morally correct. Uh, yeah. But we continue to perpetuate suffering because that's how we've been socialized. That's our culture. Or maybe we just like the way it tastes or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure. Sometimes it's just convenience. Yeah. And so there, a lot of illithids are going to resist. Uh, moving to this dietary th uh, system, if they were, even if they were told about it, and even the ones who want to are going to be met with resistance from cultures who were previously conquered or enslaved. It's uh, what I'm saying is it's going to be very difficult, but that that is a solution. 
Everyone's invited to the party. <laughs> so, so that's something that occurs to you as these illithids drain, drain your brain, the brain drain. Do you guys remember the movie We're Back, A Dinosaur Tale, and there's the brain drain cereal? Yeah. John Goodman's in it. He's a dinosaur. I'm leaving all this in. It's meaningless yeah. and undercuts the entire thing I just did, but I love that movie. John, John Goodman as a dinosaur is a weird thing that, like, I forget I know it until someone brings it up and I'm like, oh, yeah, huh. Yeah, it's We're Back, A Dinosaur Story. Uh, I always remember it as, like, a really colorful, ch- child-friendly romp for the first, like, three quarters, and at the end they go to an evil carnival and someone gets fucking eaten alive. It's... <laughs> It gets wildly dark in the back half. I have not seen that. Oh, I've seen that a thousand times. Anyway. Do more Skaxi's voice. Mm, Gelflings. Gelflings, you have delighted us with your (laughs) mental musings. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You are now free to use the gate. Thanks. Um... We just had an amazing idea and we're going to market it all across space and it's going to be great. Bye! So, um, question, actually. Bye! Okay, not bye. Your petitioners here. (laughs) Your lives at this point will be to always consume everyone who tries to go through the gate. (laughs) Would you prefer to be killed and turned into energy for this plane and perhaps one day be a rust monster? And you are soul reincarnated. How many times from various lives should I kill you and return you to your plane? Big Star is an original. There is no duplicate. (laughs) Scientifically untrue. And yet you read my mind. Did you know that it is not factually inaccurate? (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I have read your mind and found much pain. That you hide behind a veneer of confidence. Yeah, I'm a complicated figure. Do you want to be a rust monster or not? (laughs) (laughs) Go, sad one, back to the prime. And trouble me no longer with your charlatry. I don't understand what that means, but big story out. (laughs) He gives you a little smack in the butt with his tentacle. (laughs) Hey, don't do that. Would you like a smack as well? Please no. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, Lala is going to reprogram the teleportation gate. She says, um, so we have no idea what's going back. What's going on in Drift Park right now. So I'm going to teleport us back to where the Hall of Mirrors should be. And if it's not there, we'll, I guess, appear in space. And then the Sushinoko will pick us up. Those both sound like good options. Won't we die if we teleport into space? No. Isn't that exactly the problem you presented to us when we presented just running through the portal? That was a random point in space. If we teleport to where our friends can pick us up, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Don't question my mouth, wife. (laughs) Indeed. We just didn't want to be in the infinity of nowhere. (laughs) Elder Brain yells back over its non-existent shoulder. Big Star, have you forgotten about the air envelope again? (laughs) (laughs) I have to remind you every five episodes, Gelfling. (laughs) I really want to watch that movie again now. We get Captain runs through the gate. Okay, 11 11 to attack the the Elder Brain. (laughs) 
Hey, that misses. B, someone drag Big Star through the gate before he starts a fight. Uh, I'm going to try. He's very long. I'll make a strength check. Big Star's going. I'm not actually attacking. Oh. We never know, Chris. You're a wild man. The party charges through the, the blue gate, and you are now floating in space amongst a quite considerable amount of rubble. Is it cool rubble, or is it just boring rubble? Uh, some teacups fly past you. I'm gonna grab one. It's you sit in it. It's a ride at an amusement park. <laughs> oh, my new bed. Okay, Sasha gets in the teacups. Uh, a roller coaster. Uh, cart. What are they called? Like the things you sit in. The coaster, I guess. <laughs> uh, goes tumbling past you. You see that drift park has been torn apart and is now. Uh, in orbit around Gloria. Eventually, its orbit will decay and it will burn up in the atmosphere, as promised. But right now, it is a uh, jumble of rubble. It is begin. It has been shredded by the combined might of the Caravellas, the dragons, the Suchinoko, and I guess Objectivist counts as one of the dragons. No, he's special. Okay, and Objectivist. Are there bodies floating in this debris? Like. Can we get a sense of if the evacuation was successful? Uh, good question. Um, I would say, actually, you don't see any bodies because there was a successful evacuation and the fighters got in mechs and ships and tried to fight the dragons and the Suchinoko. And so if, when they were killed, they were killed elsewhere, not around Drift Park. Okay, so, so let, letting, letting that mech go did get some people safe. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, so you're floating amongst the debris of Drift Park now. Um, there's broken glass from like half of the hall of mirrors that you're standing in, except for Sasha's and then the teacups. Does anybody I should get in the teacups with me? Yeah. You guys want to get in the teacups? Sure. Sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> we can all get picked up at once. We'll all just share a teacup. I'm in the cutest one. Okay. Uh, so the party is sitting in the teacups floating in orbit around Gloria. It is beautiful. Uh, the side of the planet below you. Uh, half of it shrouded in darkness, half of it radiant light. Um, I don't. You tell me how you feel floating free in space. Big Star, you're cradling Dr. Adler's body, but you all have just realized the secret to ending intergalactic war. The, the captain's feeling defeated. She's trying not to let it show, but like. Dr. Adler died chasing a solution to the illithid food problem that ultimately we're trying now to stop. Like, we're trying to prevent the the thing that she'd put so much time into, into, into working on. And ironically, the very thing she was looking for was right under her nose the whole time. Yeah, and then, like, on top of that, like, we have no idea at this second where Cassius is. We we just got no clue. Like the the captain's feeling pretty like she's trying to she's trying to keep her head up, but she's feeling defeated. Sasha's sad but feeling hopeful for the future. Also, I'm very proud of my boys. They did a they did a big destroy. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Big stars uh He's stoic right now, and even though he learns the, you know, everyone's learned the news, he's still very tepid to be excited for it because he knows that that 
there's going to be a lot required to to get to the point where wars ended. He's kind of now realizing that a war with soul is going to be probably required before this can happen, or at least the soul presence in Markov. Yeah, it will undoubtedly take generations. Like once again, to compare it to our own world, um, people who have not committed uh, tens of thousands of years of genocide have a hard time integrating their societies. Can you imagine? how difficult it will be to convince people to go connect their minds to the squid creatures, right? Yup. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to need a cult. I'll force them to do it with my love. <laughs> That's always how the best things start. I'm going to force them to do it. That's how all my friendships have been made. Oh, Lord. That's actually kind of true. You did kind of just... Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just go, hey, you're cool. Talk to me. So as you sit in the teacups, thinking about the future... A voice calls out to you. New phone, who dis? <laughs> Olivia? Oh, no. Oh, God, who's going to tell Courage? It's not me. I'm not going to do it. Olivia? There is a solitaire leaping from rubble to rubble here looking desperately for survivors. Uh, Big Star is going to reach into the scrap, essentially, that he has that uh, is the pieces of Big St- or, uh, Steve Dave 2.0, and among that is Steve Dave 1.0, who has the recorded message that Olivia left. And uh, he'll put Olivia's body down and then go to meet Courage. And then say, I think... There's something here you need to hear. Courage. So Big Star stands up out of the teacup and goes towards the sound of the voice. Not really a voice, the electrical signals that he's projecting throughout the rubble that's floating in a ring around the planet. And you see Courage is currently on a uh, merry-go-round? That's the thing with the horses that are impaled, right? Carousel. So Courage is uh, walking on a carousel that's slowly spinning in space. It's rotating around the planet and also spinning uh, in its own axis. And he sees Big Star approaching with Steve Dave 1 and says, Big Star, what happened? Uh, Big Star is going to get on the carousel. He is going to uh, push a button on Steve Dave. And then hand it to Courage. And then he's going to kind of take a couple steps back and just stoically kind of lean against the horse while the message plays. It's like the end of Grizzly Man. Oh, no. Oh, with fucking Werner Herzog? Yeah, where he plays the recording of the man being eaten alive by a bear to himself. And then just like... This is the worst. You must never listen to this. Um... After hearing the message, he bows his head. Um, Solitaire don't have tear ducts, so he can't cry. But there is... Does he have woo? <laughs> he sends out an electro- electrical signals and a radius around him of pure grief. He's radiating waves of grief. You've never felt emotions as energy this way before. It's like, what if sadness was fire and it's ripping through the area around you? You feel it viscerally. In fact... Uh, everyone take. This is what we get for trolling him. Two more levels of exhaustion. <laughs> you take seven points of psychic damage as Courage's uh, literal electrical sadness 
assaults you. Not intentionally, he's just overwhelmed. And then after taking a moment to consider everything, uh, he walks over and wraps his arms around Big Star and hugs you. Yeah, Big Star's giving that big hug as best he can. He's just going to say, I'm very sorry, my friend. You loved her. She inspired me to think beyond the way I did. But you loved her, and she returned those feelings. We do anything for Olivia. Yeah, and we'll continue doing everything we can in her honor. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, too. I need to this. And Courage shoves you off the carousel, hard enough to send you out of the orbit of the rubble. Interesting. And then he, one of his dog faces opens, and he launches his weapon into his hand, which telescopes out in both directions. Electricity crackles from the double-sided spear as he leaps onto the teacups. What the fuck, bro? You abandon her. That's not how that went down, and you know it. He points at Dreg. You destroy her. Yeah, well, I'm not convinced that that's what happened. So you have all, you have all been in the hive mind together. You've all seen each other's memories and thoughts. I don't think there's any disputing that Dreg did let Olivia live with the guilt of failing that bionoid, which made her act self-destructively and recklessly. I think there is argument that you did it. You didn't do it maliciously. You did it to protect yourself and other people. So that's a perfectly fine ground to disagree. But from his opinion, you led her down a path, which resulted in her death. You, Sasha, left her alone with her kidnapper, and you, Captain, had the authority to change all of this. You're the one in charge, so it falls on you. He is a soldier, he is a killer, and he has, throughout this entire campaign, uh, tried at multiple points to de- demonstrate that. He slaughtered an Invicta regiment. Uh, he killed a bunch of Illithids at the testing facility in the first arc. He attacked Sasha after Dr. Adler was kidnapped, and he also wanted to duel Dreg for the humiliation of not giving him a shell back. So, all of you have been inside his mind. You know he's a trained killer, he feels all of you fail Dr. Adler, and he's going to fight you. Roll initiative. No. Roll initiative. <laughs> you don't have to fight back, actually. But. I want to just stand up and give him a hug. Maybe I'll get stabbed. These things do happen. Do I get to roll initiative? Or am I floating in space? Yeah, at the end of the order, we can talk about Big Star, who he deliberately pushed out because he knows you love Dr. Adler and did everything possible. I, I've rolled to, like, work out when in the turn order I go, but I don't intend to fight. All right, so, Sasha, you run up and try to hug Courage to defuse this? Uh-huh. Uh, Courage is uh, overtaken by his aura of Courage. It is said that Courage is not the absence of fear. It is the determination to act despite fear. So he is scared of fighting you all. You're powerful. He's scared of dying here in space. He's scared of ruining all these friendships. He's scared of 
a lot. His emotions are actually physically painful for you to bear right now. Uh, And as you hug him, this aura roars around him. He's like suffused by like actual magical fire and he impales you on his spear. Okay. Uh, Take 26 damage. Everyone, Sasha is shish kebab through the stomach. Courage, I know you're... I know you're very... Sad's not the right word, but... You're still part of our family. We don't have to fight. You did just stab me, and I feel like that's a fair trade. <laughs> like, can you not fight? Can we just go back to being a family? I... No, Adler wouldn't want this, but I need this. Captain Melbeck, it's your turn. Okay, Um, start of Captain Melbeck's turn, she's going to use Healing Spirit, uh, which is a bonus action. Um, I can heal for 1d6 every turn, as long as I'm using it, so I'm going to use that to do a heal on Sasha. Thanks. Does it, not much. Two health. Mm. It's it's more than nothing. Um, but it it's less to do with the actual effect of the healing. Um, at this point, the captain's going to turn to courage and go. Before Adler was a part of this ship, I'd never would have put time and effort into learning how to heal people. I learned that from her being on our crew. That. <laughs> Not everything is about just being good at killing things. Abandoned her. Abandoned her. Just Abandoned courage. Her. Courage. Courage. Just listen to me. Please believe me that I never wanted to lose her from this crew. She was the moral compass holding us together. I learned so much from her. I Losing her... Is my greatest failure. At, at which point the captain puts her shotgun on her back, like completely out of her hands, and puts her hands up and just goes, I understand if you do what you need to do, but believe me, I did everything I could to learn from her and to get her back. Drag, it's your turn. So. Just so I'm clear, the spear is through the bird. The spear is through the bird, yeah. Spear is through the... That's... I mean, I, I want to, but Drake's got to pounce. Mm-hmm. Love to be stabbed through the abdomen. Yeah, it's not, it's not great, right? Yeah. I mean, it could be better. 25 and 23, drag roll, both those hit. Yep, okay, so... I still have Vangabus stuck in my head. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow, so I rolled ones on both of my dice for a grand total of uh, six damage. The dice? No, you do not want to hurt Courage. Yeah. I do not want to hurt Courage. I, I hope that Courage knows you don't want to hurt Courage. I think he actually does know. He's been in all of your minds, too. He knows that none of you did it on purpose. None of you have any ill will towards Dr. Adler. He's just working through his grief. Yeah. Dreg punches Courage hard enough, at least, to push him back so that 
so that Sasha's no longer impaled, um, but not actually hurting him very badly. Big Star, you're floating away from the rubble. Uh, what do you do? Yeah, so Big Star is going to basically uh, shout out psychically to Courage and say, Courage, you are killing Edler right now with your actions. When is it that you think people die? It's not when they're shot. It's when they are forgotten. To defeat Cassius requires skill. If you can't beat me, you can't beat him. It's not about whether or not we can beat you. We don't want to because we love you. You idiot. (laughs) We lost one of our crew today. We're not losing two. We feel your grief. Can't you feel our feelings too? We're your family, you know? Sometimes families fight. But we don't want to lose you as much as, you know, I don't think you actually want to lose us. Let Olivia live on through your actions. I'm going to hug him again. I hope he stabs you again. (laughs) Can't do nothing. Stayed on ship. And she died. I'm going to hug him with my arms and my wings. She was dead before we got here. No matter how fast we went, we weren't going to get here in time. If you want to see Cassius pay for what he did, you've got a better chance of doing it by our side than without us. We've got a better chance of doing it with you by our side than without. It hurts. I know. It hurts. Hey, you know what's a a good alternative to violence that uh, a good friend all taught us about? Melbeck turns our chair around. Our old friend Jesus Christ. (laughs) 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 Therapy. Also, we we killed a fish on Easter. Has anybody else thought about that? Check the publishing date on that last episode, folks. Oh, so I just brought up therapy, but we killed the therapist. (laughs) Um, Well, I I was going to get there, but I must stop and say this quickly. You did give people some weird false hope that Olivia was going to come back to life after three days. Um, I didn't mean it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, (laughs) the doctor will say just, look, she may not be here to guide us through it anymore, but Talking through feelings with those around you, it helps. I think courage goes kind of weak in the knees while you're hugging him, and you kind of like fall into the teacup together, Sasha, stuck together with tummy blood. Yeah, I'm gonna give him head head pets. Please don't say you're gonna give him head. You want to do that line <laughs> again? For just try <laughs> try not to say it. Just for clarity. Uh huh. <laughs> um, I. Oh, you said uh, you have to understand the reaction the audience had to hearing the way you said that. No, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you broke me. I'm shook. 
Yeah. No. Um, you just I'm, say, I pet his head. You just don't start the sentence, I give him head. Yes, I'm going to pet. <laughs> you're, s- you're so scrambled. I'm so scrambled. You scrambled me. Um, I'm going to pet his head soothingly. Uh, Big Star, you're floating in space. <laughs> you see Courage and Sasha collapse into a teacup. What do you do? Well, I'm glad everything's okay, and I hope I eventually find something to bounce off of. <laughs> fire, fire your gun in the other way. Use it like a little, uh, like a little engine. Big Star, how'd you get out physics by the captain? You of all people should have known how physics works. Well, the captain like flies a ship. She presumably knows the basic option of fire go one way, ship go other. That's true. She's not dumb. I just thought Big Star would have figured it out by no, now. No, no. See, Austin, your mistake is that the person playing Big Star is dumb. So <laughs> that's why the solution wasn't come up with. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um. So everyone sits in the teacups for a while and cries as Big Star tries to figure out how to use his arm as a propulsion mechanism until there is a booming voice over the teacups. Hello, I killed many people. Oh, my baby. Yes, I devoured their brains. They were delicious. Um, so we'll get to this in a little bit. We worked out the elephant food thing. We did that. Um... Can you help us get back to the ship? We've got a lot of process. Objectivus is an enormous sun dragon, Snallygaster above you, reaches down with his claws and his his jaws and picks up the teacups with the characters inside and f- flies away from the rubble. You have successfully dodged the cool boss fight I had planned in the ruins of a theme park. Congratulations. You're welcome. Can you imagine how cool it would have been to sword fight courage in the inside of a... Oh, it, it would have been, but also... Also, I was out of spell slots and had 26 hit points, so... Uh, my max was 26, so I had 19. I just didn't want to kill him. Yeah. He didn't want to kill you guys. He just didn't... He's a soldier. He didn't know how to work through his grief, and he felt like you were responsible enough to at least work, at, work it out on you. Sometimes you gotta de-escalate. Uh, speaking of de-escalation, there's no segue. I just said that because that's the thing <laughs> DMs say. Uh, Dreg, you were taken to zero again recently, and uh, we didn't talk about your consequence, but I think the obvious one is that your your scars are significant enough yeah. that you are going to take uh, disadvantage on persuasion and deception because people just instinctively don't trust the giant ogre who looks like he's been flayed alive. Uh, but you're going to get advantage on intimidation. Okay. Because you're fucking terrifying. So usually getting dropped to zero is just negatives, but this time it's a combination because that's what I think the fiction dictates. But everyone's brought back on board the Suchinoko. Um, What do you do? My tummy is bleeding. The ship still has a doctor. Big star. No, not big star. I have cure wounds. Three spell slots left. Come gather round. My healing spirit continues to run around the room for eternity. <laughs> uh, I was referring to Akira, whose healing breath is substantial. Yeah. Um, sh- oh, yeah. Where did you get your PhD from? <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Chris. The school of coughing on people. <laughs> I don't know if they're accredited. <laughs> All right, then you don't get any healing, Big Star. I want it. I still want it. I have three cure wounds to use on myself then. All right. Uh, so Akira is going to go 
on your tummy, Sasha. Yay. Um, Do I also get my spell slots back? Well, it's going to be a long rest. Next episode is downtime. Nope. Uh, so it's probably the last downtime where everyone has the final conversations with the crew, Mass Effect style, before hunting Cassius down and presumably making him die really horribly. Oh, I'm going to feed him to my son. Mm. Wow. Mm. In chunks. i got a conversation I have with some people before we commit to that being the plan, but... Bite-sized... Like, it's like chicken nuggets, mm. but for a dragon. No, that might be too good uh, for him. <laughs> so, I've been thinking about something, and I want the whole crew's input on this, but I particularly want to talk to Big Star and Courage first, because they undeniably knew Olivia best. There is every part of me that wants to go into this situation and just go kill Cassius. Is that the best way to honor Olivia's memory to go in bl- guns blazing and just murder someone and not think of any alternative solution that's um you know, not the murder kind. Like I I if I may butt in. Yes, person who's not the two people I asked, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's how I live my life. <laughs> Uh, one, I don't know if there's any other alternative. And two, she did shoot his eye out. I think she understood what had to be done. I'm just... I do not believe that it is what Olivia would want. However, I also believe Olivia had come to realize that As though she carried as much optimism as she did, there came a time where she realized there was not another alternative. She tried reaching out to Sol previously in the past, and it has been made clear that Sol is perfectly fine predicting Cassius from any of his crimes. We will not be able to just arrest him and see him sent off somewhere, and without another alternative... I... Don't know what else there is to do. Knowing what he knows, he can't live. Anywhere. Ever. What Olivia believed in most when it came to Cassius is she wanted to help him. She saw somebody who was sick and needed help. And eventually came to realize she did not possess the skills to help him. And decided, presumably, the best she could do was to try to kill him to prevent him from hurting anybody else. Is there a magic that can heal a mind so twisted as his? I think if anyone would know it, it would have been Olivia. If Olivia couldn't do it, I'm willing to take that as our... uh... Sign that this is the way to go. I think we'll be okay. I mean, we'll be, of course we'll be okay. He will not. <laughs> He'll uh, be done. So, so given, given that this is what we're doing, there is the other pressing question right now. How on earth do we find Cassius? So, an important question and one all of you should be worrying about. However, in the more immediate uh, present... Uh, you all just uh, blew up a space station? Yeah. So maybe 
you want to do something about that? I mean, I assume right now the, the Tsuchinoko is like hiding. Uh, Volhard and the dragons have split up and so forth. But there's a lot of uh, mech repairs to make. Um, before Drift Park was destroyed, uh, your mechs were recovered from the rubble of Drift Park. But there's a lot of repairs to ma- be made, Big Star. Uh, there's a lot of wounds to be healed, everyone. And um, Yeah, the, the, the issue right now is... A space station blew up and we are likely being labelled the terrorists that did it as we speak. In fairness, we are the terrorists who did it. But we did it for good reasons. My thoughts on, like, are there people who could back up our side of events or at the very least go, hey, hey, they clearly weren't trying to hurt us. And the only person I can think of that might be able to back us up is... Unnamed person who was piling Cassius's mech. Rita. His secretary? Rita? Rita, yeah. Okay, they weren't unnamed. I just forgot their name. It's been a long week. Maybe we put out some kind of PR video? We can't make you can't start making fucking ISIS videos. Well, I had had that thought earlier, like right when we were talking, started talking about this issue of like, oh, we'll just broadcast something that I shut my mouth because I'm like, no, I am not a wise woman. Okay, Hello, here is a video from that terrorist group that you fear. <laughs> Look at my giant dragon son. He will eat you. <laughs> oh, no. What if we reach out to Ambassador Respect? Because while the Soul Embassy hates us, I don't know if the... I think... I wonder if the Solitaire government would be interested. Yeah, the Solitaire might actually be with us to some extent. Or at least willing to listen to us. I guess I could try talking to Jacqueline. That's a little awkward. We could tell Ambassador Respect that Rita would be able to offer something. But, you know, we'd have to trust that she would. Um, And we'd have to trust that he'd do it. We can also tell him that we have the solution to the ill food problem as well, because that's what we were originally yeah. working with the Ambassador Respect on. Maybe that is enough of a of an olive branch to go, hey, we've got the solution to the ill food problem, but also, ha- hey, we, we need a hand. <laughs> we gotta make sure to star 67 so he doesn't know what could our you, number is. Could you, would you mind spreading a little propaganda on our behalf, please? Yeah. <laughs> Don't, yeah, you're you're right. Don't give him my mech phone number. Austin, let me play my wheel of hands. I... Uh, okay, if someone wants to call Ambassador Respect and Chris wants to play him, I'll just mute my mic. You guys have fun. Just do a cool podcast for the listeners. <laughs> I can't tell if Austin's given up or if he's excited. He's excited that he's given up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, knock yourselves out. I kind of want to call Jacqueline for the juicy mm-hmm. drama. Well, well, should we should we call her after? Because that seems like we'll the call most, everybody. We'll call everybody. We're gonna make a bunch of phone calls. Okay, ring, ring, ring. Yeah, ring, I feel like ring. we could do like three episodes on just having conversations. Okay, uh, call, calling up Ambassador Respect. Hello. Oh my goodness! Hello. Who is this? Hi. Oh yeah, it's still good. It's been so long since I've heard your wonderful voice. Oh my goodness! Who's this? Uh, your dulcet tones. Is that? Ca- Captain Melbeck. Uh, oh, you're terrorists! <laughs> um, I, I shouldn't prefer... be talking to terrorists. I'm going to pre- hang up the phone now. I prefer to say the people who just solved the elephant food problem. Oh, well then I'll stop talking to you then. 
so, um, I've got a potential trade to offer you here. Um, I'm listening. All uh, of my many years are open. I have the solution to the Elithid through problem. Uh-huh. But, uh, we're being labeled terrorist, which we don't think is necessarily fair, and we want to know if you can do anything to help fight our corner while we tell you how to stop Elithids eating people's brains. I'll put a press bulletin out in your favor immediately. The bastards are the best. <laughs> um, this episode to go on, turn. <laughs> um, I, Wait, hold okay. on. Roll persuasion first. I'm not sure I believe you. <laughs> uh, sure. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, this 14. Does That's that do such it? a big number. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the justice has to end. Um, okay, I suppose I should probably tell you what's going on. Um, no, we, no, we... I don't need any details. Sight unseen, you're not terrorists and you're the heroes of the galaxy. Thank you. Um, I will probably still fax you at some point the, the specifics. Fax? <laughs> Nobody faxes these I days. had to do a fax at work today. Fax machines are the furthest the technology in this office has advanced to. Yes, I, I, I'll send you a message over over mech Skype. Do you want me to fax you over some trail mix? Oh, w- wonderful! I, I I'm glad that we have. Oh my goodness! I put it in the machine and it's jammed it. Oh no! You wouldn't download a pizza. <laughs> Was this not meant to transport nuts? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't jam the machine. The fax machine. We need it to put out the bulletin that we're upon that we're further inspection. This isn't even trail mix. There's no M and M's or raisins in here. This is just a bowl of mixed nuts. I'm gonna kill that secretary. <laughs> Point. We need you to say that we're not terrorists. We've solved the other than food problem. Um, you, you can, any other help you can offer us? Right away. Mission accomplished, Chief. Wait, I'm the person of authority here. You got it, but you owe me one. Um, this is a sneak peek at what this show would be like if Chris DM'd. This is the first episode. It's like monsters appear. Like go away, monsters. Oh, I guess they go oh. away. You win. <laughs> Oh my goodness, let's get out of here. They told us to leave. Uh-huh. He just can't help giving you everything you want. Yeah. Uh so that that's that's done to Austin's satisfaction, right? We we have we have That's all canon now. Respect is is on our side and has told everyone we're not terrorists. Yeah, I mean uh, Respect tries to put out that bulletin and is immediately assassinated. Good job. No! <laughs> I only wish upon my deathbed that I could have reconciled with my son. A, a million hands on my body, and not one was capable of hugging my own child. <laughs> when you're coming home, Dad, I don't know when. He can't stop making tragic characters, folks. Chris has to do it. Um, Remember me as a hero. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no... Well, did he put out a bullshit or is he dead? What's what's happened here? No. Uh, okay, so there's just so many, so many, so many things to go over here. Austin, save us. You know that's not how international relations work. You know that's how not how diplomats work. You know that's not how the public works, media works, journalism works. None of that. That's not how any of that works. Oh, that's not how the game works. Yeah, I I didn't ask for him to put a bullshit out. I just asked for help. So officially. Uh, Invicta were, uh, you know, a, a radical uh, paramilitary group that was taking the space station by force. So Sol has to say to to the public, 
like, oh, they were bad and they are defeated. Although privately, they're very popular and they're not actually happy about that because Invicta is a good way to keep Solitaire in line because they, they want graphene and having people with guns around is helpful for that. So it's kind of a two-faced thing politically. And also the Solitaire weren't thrilled about it, but they can't also be seen being extremely excited about all the murder and destruction because that's not a great look either. So it's very complicated. However, I will say that because you helped Rita evacuate civilians, that looks that reflects well on you. Because you have information about the illithid food crisis, although your idea is going to take centuries to implement and is going to be terrible in all the ways that culture clashes are, um, that helps as well. What I'll say is um, you've taken steps to not spending the rest of your life on the run. But it's not over. It's not like, oh, you're, you're, everyone's clear. I called the guy. He he signed the paper. It's all good now. You know what I'm saying? I did everything I could. I'm sorry. I just I just got back. I, I All good now. That's all I heard. <laughs> Great. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I just walked in. Okay. He's, he's getting the ball rolling on people sort of catching wind that we might not be so bad. Yes. Okay. I'm going to call Jacqueline. <laughs> you're going to call your ex. I kind of want to. I do love a juicy drama. Just, again, make sure there's no location tracking on your mech Skype. Okay, we're going to star 67. Austin, when does the trail mix fax get over? Are you even old enough to have ever star 69? <laughs> oh, is it 69? I thought so, but I just really didn't want to say 69 out loud. And yes, I, I am old enough. Nice. I, they're different things. One is hiding your uh, number and one is getting the number that called you back. Oh. Yeah. I didn't care about that. I just don't want people to know I was calling them. I forget why. Because you're, you're up to crime. <laughs> I, I'm never up to crime. I'm, ne- I'm, a, I'm a good girl. <laughs> Crimer. I've never done a single crime in my entire life. Dude, you're doing a crime right now. I don't know why this episode feels so particularly psychically exhausting. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm having a great time. I was very sad, we, and we, now I'm we started, happy. We started with a eulogy. It was going to be a rough one. Speaking of that, I assume that you implement uh, Big Star's plan of sending Olivia's body back to her family? Yeah, Big Star will put together a, like a message that goes to the family, and the body will be sent along. Along with uh, the personal effects from her ship. Uh, the Snallygaster that Big Star had saved earlier. All her favorite records. Dregel had the Caravellas smuggle it back to Seoul, so it's not like, you know. It's kind of badass. It's it's not just blown up on on site. Yeah, as a terror a terrorist memorial. Right. Uh, Lauren, call your stupid girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> ring ring. No, try again. Ring 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 ring. <laughs> Do star 69, then she won't know it's you, so she'll pick up. I thought star 69 was to get their number. We can't do this again! She picks up the phone, You guys all remember 10-10-220 with the dad from Family Matters? Uh, What? I'm too young for that reference. Austin, you brought this on yourself. She could just pick up the phone. Seriously? You're the one who wanted to troll me. It was just 10 cents a minute after that. So, Sasha, you call Jacqueline, and I think... Uh, so her webcam is pointed at uh, a, a big pot of coffee on her desk, and that's all you see when the call picks up. Hello, sentient pot of coffee. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you hear someone walking across the room and picks up the pot of coffee, and uh, you just see like Jacqueline's lower half as she just chugs the entire thing off screen. 
I think that's bad for you. I'm going to need it to get through this. Thanks for answering? Well, you made all kinds of beeps and boops. Are those like custom Skype noises? How did you even do that? <laughs> I did it with my mouth. <laughs> tell your stupid girlfriend what we did. Um, so I tell my stupid ex-girlfriend what we did. You call her stupid? No, in my mind I do, though. Okay, very rude. She Hey, she had a chance to have all that. It's very uncool to sick my dad after me. I just want to say. It's very uncool to do a treason. Uh, no, actually, crime is very cool. It's cool in, like, a Bonnie and Clyde way. It's uncool in a get-executed way. Yeah, I don't like that part of it, but... Sometimes you have to do hard, scary things for the greater good. I love to be lectured about doing hard things for the greater good. Sasha, tell her about the fact that you're going to save the universe and the gaseous is going to destroy the universe and we solve the elephant food problem. Tell her about those things. I'm, I'm getting there. I, I'm getting there. It's just, you know, she's hot. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so I'm Mossman. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye. No, wait, wait. Listen. <laughs> I made a hive mind. I'm going to explain everything to her, uh, but Lauren's not going to say all of it. Yeah, you're on drugs. I get it. She tilts the camera up so you can see her face. She looks extremely tired. No, right. No, we're we're being sincere. I'm seriously, I know it sounds like an acid trip, but it's wild. Look at Objectivist now. I'll just hold my little dragon baby up to the screen. Hello, I ate many soldiers. He did eat many soldiers. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> the, the long and short of this, Cassius is going to bring about the end of everything. Yeah, that's a t- totally normal thing I can walk into a meeting and say to people and not get thrown out a window. Welcome to politics, Melbeck. Are, are you really more worried about, about how you sound in a political context than... The literal imminent... The entire universe getting eaten? L- literally everything being imminently going to be destroyed. Here, Here's what you don't understand. That's literally all that matters, is how it sounds to people. It doesn't matter if it's true. You'll never get to drink coffee again. You don't have to threaten me into believing you. It doesn't matter if I believe you. All that matters is if, if it's something that I can sell to people. Would you really rather die with people thinking positively than live with them going, ah, Turns out things were a bit bad, but we survived. Wow, could you possibly imagine a international crisis that required cooperation to avert the destruction of natural resources and people not wanting to cooperate to solve it? A, a completely heretofore unheard of thing. Oh, I didn't know the show was going to be political. <laughs> Unsubscribed. <laughs> I'm out. Do you not know Austin? I don't want politics in my d and I just want it to be about how dwarves don't like elves. No politics. <laughs> no politics, just overthrow the evil king. Yeah. I understand perfectly what you're saying, I just disagree. I just live my life in a different way. I understand that that's how politics work, but I also understand that I can't stand by and watch everything get destroyed. I mean, it sounds like you're gonna have to. Uh, no, I no, I don't think so. Tell me where Cassius is, and if you don't, I'll find him myself. Also, don't call my parents again, please. Stop doing crime! I'm saving the universe! 
Just because something is a crime doesn't mean it's immoral. Plenty of things have been immoral over time that we've looked back on and gone, oh, that was totally fine. We were just fucking with people for no reason. Yeah, I heard you the first time, Melbeck. Do you have brain worms? I don't know. Do you have want to die worms? (laughs) (laughs) Jacqueline, I know you're not a bad person, and I know you're just doing your job, but like... Do you really not care? Of course I care. It's just caring isn't enough. You're right, caring isn't enough. Do something. Exactly. Aren't you concerned with your own existence as well? Come on, join the hive mind. (laughs) That's not a cult at all. (laughs) Hey, just plug into our brains and you'll see that, like, you'll totally get what we're on about. My own existence. I've been fighting for my own existence all my life. You think I don't know action? I saw action while all of you were in elementary school, primary school for Melbeck. I would have to look up how long Minotaurs lived to know if that's correct or not. What was the age difference in that relationship? With modern medicine, everyone lives a little bit longer so we can make this not weird. Um, it's not about you knowing or not knowing action. It's about taking a stance and taking a risk to do the right thing. Indeed, there were were these protesters in London back on Earth at some point that glued themselves to the ground to stop climate change. Be like them! What's a London? I don't know, I'm I'm making the politics subtext into text, I don't know, cut this out. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that we're all not terrified? We lost a member of our family, and it's hard and it's scary, and I had to beat up my dad. Yeah, you really owned him. He called me. He was upset. Yeah, well, don't call my parents. I couldn't find you. Why did you even want to find me? Put me in jail? To specifically keep you out of jail. Why? Oh, why? Oh, my God. You're not going to do this on a group call with your boss. We're doing this on a group call. Also, I'm the second in command now. Congratulations. (laughs) I'm so proud of you. Yeah, and uh, maybe you should come join our hive mind. It's dope. And I could be thrown in jail for even talking to you. Well, that's an even better reason to come say hi and <laughs> live on the ship and not be back where you are. In this panel of the manga, Lala starts creeping into frame with the Yandere face. <laughs> also, how do you feel about polyamory? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ever seen Future Diary? I feel like me and Lauren keep wanting to do this <laughs> shit. Oh, I do love Future Diary. It's so bad, but I love it. Um, Someone roll something. I'll roll Persuasion. Do I get advantage for being cute? No. Damn it. You get disadvantage for being a little brat. <laughs> I rolled a 15. If that if that's not enough, I can give you a re-roll, because... Well, my 15 was the lowest one, so suck it. Okay, so Melbeck... You're going to use one of your last uh, re-rolls before you pass out to give Sasha advantage. She rolls a 21. Yay. And here's what Ambassador Jacqueline says. I couldn't tell you where Cassius is even if I wanted to. He flew the coop. Uh, that's not a bird pun. I'm sorry. It really, I, yeah. Birds. Yeah. He took off. Um, we don't know where he is. He won't respond to any of our messages. Yeah, because he's a shithead. Yeah, apparently he got whatever he needed out of these Rygar prisoners that he wasn't authorized to take. 
That's a bummer. I can't tell you what the Rygar said to him. I can't tell you that the Rygar are being held prisoner at a facility at these coordinates that I'm sending over. I can't tell you that if you can get the information out of them, you could follow wherever Cassius has gone. And I can't tell you what the passcodes are that I'm also sending over. I can't tell you any of this, so I feel like you probably should stop calling me. Ah, oh, gotcha. Wink, wink. David, she can't tell us anything. This call was worthless. <laughs> Big star. Also, look at how cute Objectivus is now. You can pet him. His tentacles are coming in nicely. Yeah. Also, Subjectivus uh, is a good boy now. I'm just giving you an update on the kids. I don't want to talk about subject. I don't want to talk about Subjectivus. It's a sore spot in our relationship. Well, uh, I don't even want to hear his name. <laughs> well, we'll have to unpack that later. I'm gonna go save the universe. I'm mad at you. No, you're not. I. I still am. You're not. We definitely didn't get anything out from from you. Grumble. Bye. Yeah, no. I hate, ooh, I hate you. Wow. Acting. Before I hang up, there's a knock at the door. Ambassador <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Jacqueline, I, could I use your fax machine mind's jam with trail mix? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who did it. <laughs> the music absolutely not why why do you torture me like this every month i'll never tell you a single music so tell me all the musics never somebody has to and i don't know them no you're the only your only hope not allowed what not allowed <laughs> why crime what illegal <laughs> somebody help austin's having a stroke <laughs> go directly to jail who me <laughs> well, for for your what for your podcasting crimes please somebody has to stop me or i'll kill again <laughs> who are you killing podcasting <laughs> it's april 2019 i need you to say names i need you to say music bitch no i'm just so the out of character normally i'm playing austin the fun loving uh guy everyone loves to be around guys want to be him girls they're ambiguous they're they're ambivalent honestly um (laughs) but i'm gonna step outside that character and serious talk for a second the credits are getting too long and it's becoming an issue apparently uh sketch who uploads the show to youtube is saying that the rendering for the videos is failing because the file is too big because we talk about names for too long oh so we're supposed to streamline it yeah, we gotta get it down to a smooth anything but twenty minutes, please, God, oh God, okay. please. Well, we're we're failing. We're three minutes, three and a half minutes, and we've done nothing. I recognize the irony of expanding the length of the podcast by talking about how it's too long, but 
the music credits are in the description of the episode. You can click the links. You can go right there. The people, click the links, you bitches. Just click on them. Uh, of course, you know the... Oops, my brain turned off. You can find... <laughs> Please leave that in. You can find the rest of us in our stuff also in the episode descriptions. Lauren's at Rargolicious on Twitter. I'm at Austin Yorski. You know, patreon.com slash Austin Yorski. That's how you get on the list you're going to hear. Laura, Laura K. Buzz everywhere. Kotaku.co.uk. Queer and Pleasant Strangers is a podcast. Jimquisition is a podcast. Conrad of Horse at Conrad Zimmerman on Twitter. Movie... Movie Boys. No, it's not called that. It's I called... hope it is. I really want it to be called Movie Boys now. Conrad, change it to Movie Boys. It's spinoff doctors. That's also in the Jimquisition feed, so you can find those in the same place. And then Chris Rolo T at Rolo T. Uh, Patreon.com slash Weekly Manga Recap. That's where he does his dark rituals anything else sketch.bandcamp.sketch.camp.band the real link of course in the episode description <laughs> yes please don't listen to me uh everything's in the episode description it's always been there but i'm just deciding to say it out loud more often because people ask so with that out of the way mm-hmm. how do you feel about some names executive producers april 2019 hit me a Bozog blew my cover three. Bozog's on the high seas. Oh, that's the best one. People yeah. say that the series peaked with two, but three is a real gem. I can't do the long monologue for each name. A werewolf with a Chinese menu <laughs> in his hand. They're getting real good this <laughs> month. Abigail Grace. Aftershock, conduit of party stickiness. Oh, yeah, that's a bit. You weren't there for that episode. Reference. Oh, hey, everybody, Lauren's not inside this joke. Aki uh, Savalinen. Albert West. Aaliyah. Alex Vepra. Alice in the Purple. Amanda Sternad. An otter clinging to your leg, begging you not to leave. I'm sorry, otter. We had to get this done for sketch. <laughs> Say a name. <laughs> it's an otter. He's begging you not to leave. Uh, Andrew Birmingham. Andrew Fedje. Conduit of thanks for getting my name right. It's up. Oh, oh I promise you, Andrew. I did not. <laughs> I busted Andrew it. Andrew Andrew R. Andy Harkins. Anime Jesus. Anna. Anna, conduit of procrastination. We're not going to talk about your cat this month, I promise. She's sitting right behind me. She knows. Anthony, patron of Dora. Arachnavolt, keeper of the credit prison and sentinel of justice. Fear me. Okay. So, so it's you who has trapped me here. Yeah, this is your prison architect. This is your doing. Arja Limite. Arjan de Koning. Ashley. No, just Ashley. August Rue. Austin Forsky? Is that the <laughs> sequel to Austin 3 Ski? Austin Valentine. Austin Yorsky, conduit of Good Boy itself. Aw, someone likes you. One person. Backwards of conduit, sparkle. <laughs> Fuck. BJ, conduit of miniature giant space hamsters. B Ray Echo. Billy Bob, big boisterous baby boy. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Brady, conduit of failed murder. Mm-hmm. Brent, not the host of Funk That Plays Goatly. Yeah, no. Not without you. No. Brett. No. But you can call me Joan or Renshi. You can't just you just you went on without me. Callum, y'all are wonderful, and I'm grateful for that. Turner. Cameron Abbas. <laughs> Candace Lauren as Mothman Starling. Hell yeah. You are a cryptid. I don't know if you're Mothman though. Have you foreseen any bridges collapsing? No, but I do sometimes see my laugh, my life collapsing. Before my <laughs> Charlie, Austin's favorite son, Chocolate. 
Is he? Tortilla is my favorite son, for the record. He's not even your son. Charm Wilkie. Chris, is it too late for April fooling walling? Christopher Charlow. Chunk Funk wants the funk dog. <laughs> okay. Now they just want us to make weird noises. Cody Jackson. <laughs> Coho Blast. Oh, Lord. Conduit of flirting with Austin through credits, not Brent in disguise. Oh, this is- Brent! This is how this ends. I'm definitely getting catfished through this podcast. I can feel it. <laughs> Corm, Conduit of late night screenings of Tommy Wiseau's The Room. Didn't we go to one? Yes, we sure did. That was so many years ago. I'm so old. I know. What did, What happened? Cormac, conduit of empty carbs. Counterfeit. C.R. Saldana, prophet of RN Jesus. Q, I appreciate you. Yes, you. Cumber. Cumber. Dandy Snuff. Cumber. <laughs> Daria, conduit of pizza. Cumber. Dotting Frost. <laughs> Delilah Coffin, the spider god incarnate. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Spooky. Dennis Bengson. Cumber. Dennis Pancake Jetlifson. Devin, conduit of evolution. Donald Bunker. Dorian, conduit of devotion. Oh, we have a lot of PhDs in the house this month. Dr. Tao. Dr. Dr. Goatman. Goatman. I'm taking them all. Okay. You can say the next one because I don't know how. No, I don't want it now. Cumber. Dr. (laughs) Isix. Cumber. Dr. Squeak (laughs) Or how I learned to stop worrying and love the funk. Dragon in the server room. Drag versus Pangolin, no! The immovable object and the unstoppable force. Duke, vintage diplomat. Cumber. Dylan and... Is it Rylan or Rylan? Because it's like Dylan, but with an R. Cumber. The dog listening on a lazy Sunday morning also dishes. I think Lauren's going to handle the rest of this one. I'm just going to... Dylan Pondu with a skeleton booty. Ebrand, Kaleido, Kaleido Star was an amazing show. I'm losing my voice still. Fuck off. Einar Johansson. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not they're going to yell at you, you talk. I help. Acorn. Elder Brain. <laughs> Elder Brain. Conduit of gooey goo, chewy, chew-chewing, cramble-lamma-jam, ram-ham-wham-dam. I'm so proud You thought of I you. couldn't do it. Elder Dog. Aw. Yeah, that's good. Elderly Goose, Conduit of... Fucking hell, what the fuck? Elderly Goose, <laughs> Conduit of Folding Gindle. It's something backwards. Let me it's read it. literally Elderly Goose, Conduit of Folding Backwards. Okay, but they did it both. It's a p- I'm too stupid to read credits. <laughs> uh, apparently, I'm doing fine. <laughs> Eleanor, no, not Tacey's parody. Elaine. Elizabeth Jackalope. Emma, Horchags are good. Moose ain't one. So what animal moose is is still a mystery, but not a Horchag. It's not a Horchag. Uh, is Moose a guinea pig? We'll find out Tell next me month. next month. <laughs> yeah. Emma Murant. Oh my god, Emma Murant. <laughs> I lost my spot for a second. Andigo Van Dane. Come on! Error 800A03EA Microsoft JSKIP compilation error. Please contact Bob. They can make you read anything, you know. I know. I'm just glad they haven't made it horny yet. Erwin Lalagadek. Which, by saying that, now they're going to do it. A terrible curse you've cast. I've cursed myself. Extellaris. Fabian got that dank. Hell yeah. Florian H. Francois V. Frank Sands. Grimlock. Guinevere Cummings. Guys, this has been a great season. Isaac, conduit of gavel, gavel, gavel. Half Thor Gunderson, first of his name, Born of Fire, and Prince of Redeem. 
I should have just said his full name every time I gave up on that joke, even though it came from the fact that my brother played a character with that extremely long name and he insisted on reading it the whole thing every time and it was extremely annoying and I was going to do that to you guys, but I didn't have the heart to go through with it. That's very your brother. Harley Astor. Harrison Andrew. Hedron Master. <laughs> Him's penis broke three. Him's new pee-pee. <laughs> Is that Very a se- she did say I would like her name. <laughs> Is that a sequel to Him's penis broke two? <laughs> Electric all- Boogaloo? <laughs> yeah, everyone's on this two. Or everyone's on this three shit. Okay. Hunter Howland. What? Hunter Howland. You skipped one. Oh, I did. How do I make friend regards? Content a social faux pas. Just yell at them till they like you. That's what I do. Ian Morgan. Ingemar Grimon. Isaac, conduit of fish shark marketing. Evali- nope. Evalisian. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. Some symbols? <laughs> yeah, just say symbols. <laughs> Either someone deliberately made something unpronounceable or the PDF conversion ate it and spit it back out like gibberish. It looks like backwards kayak, but with a weird... Like, I don't know, man. James Neely. I'm so sorry. If if you did that on purpose, I'm not sorry. Mm-hmm. Jamie, third strike. Everyone is on that three shit. <laughs> Janiac, conduit of queer and pleasant strangers on SoundCloud. <laughs> oh, my God. Jasper giving you that ooh-ah-ah sensation. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of a Street Fighter joke for the Jamie third strike, and she just kept, she just bowled on ahead. You told me we have to make it faster. We do. Well, I can edit it out. Fine. <laughs> J J Logan, conduit of queerness itself. Jayish Wizard, the Wizard of J. Jealous Goddess Cosplay. Jeff Clark. Jen. Jess. John Carey, but not that one. John Potts. I thought we were gonna do that anymore. <laughs> we're gonna do it every time. I don't know. John Barnett. Jonathan Colton. Oh, fuck again. I <laughs> half of these names make me say all oh, fuck before I start. Jonathan Colton and Justin Timberlake must re-record first of May at Jake Joko first of May. Joseph Dombrello. Josie, conduit of magic systems holding hands. Jew Man Jack, zombie Jesus Hunter. Julian Phillips, conduit of fake movement. I don't know. I'm not going to ask any questions anymore. Just imagine a sad owl, but why? It's a sad owl and a sad otter. What's wrong with you monsters? It's psychological warfare. Just a jester. Justin, conduit of trying once again to get my life together. I am right there with you, buddy. Jorgen, Indie Monster, Winwick Ford, Conduit of Name Butchering. I think I did pretty well this week. Month? Month? Fuck. Caster UK. Kate, Conduit of Recurring Regret. Oh, yeah. Ah, no, you love it. Kiefer Lowe. Keith, Conduit of Procrastination. Also a big miss. Keladry. Keladry. Keladry? Conduit of Pretentious Transfem Chosen Names Itself. Keller Automat. Ken, Conduit of Finally Writing This Goddamn PhD Dissertation. Proud of you, Ken. Kevin Dobbins! Killer Cotton Shizno. Kinuku fan. Kitty Foe. Not Thing. Kodiak and Luke Albuquerque, conduit of good, good belly rubs. Aw. Christina, conduit of Bozok's time traveling back to fight Gorfanax itself. They do have powerful kicks. They do. Oh, it's my turn. Criterion, conduit of Caleb is my boy. Kyle Badsvik. Kyle Schultz. Lana Seawolf, Lady of Bones. Levy the Goblin Dude. Let me see that ass clap. Standing ovation. Uh, is that the first horn one? It's not even that horn. Okay, that's the bar, folks. Oh my god, keep reading. Okay, Lindsay Lohan. Okay. Not, not because of that one, but Loki Loki whispers into seashell. Is Moose Snick? 
the moose saga continues. If everyone in the whole credits asks what moose is, eventually we'll, by process of elimination, discover what animal. So this month we have snick mm-hmm. and guinea pig. Does that work spoken? I realize in, in text everyone can recognize it's snake, but... It's snake. Okay. Ludovico Limited. Luke Powers. M. Joe. The Cult of Glorfinax. Master Rink thinks drinks are an... Oh, Jesus Christ, banana sauce. <laughs> Master Rink thinks drinks are in order. Matt Lackitz would like Mothman to remove his minions from my wardrobe. Is that where he keeps them? That's where they go in my house. Matt Luce. Matthew B. Hare. Matthew Schultz. Ma- Moxie Firewalker, conduit of determination itself. Maximum side boob two, electric boogaloo. No, boobaloo. Boogaloo, you fool. <laughs> my mouth is so bad. Majin. Melbent. Melbent. <laughs> Guys, Lauren's having a normal one this month, and I cannot keep up with it. He can't keep up with my good brain energy. Melissa Nielsen. Mel Tish. Pun doing a bad jokes. Mel Tyke. Fine. <laughs> Michael Groman. Michael Hall. No, now it's a competition. Michael, Michael Minkler. Co- Jeff Goldblum voice. It's my birthday. Michael Happy Minkler. Birthday, Michael. Got him with Jeff Goldblum voice. Uh, I beat it's, you. It's my birthday. Uh, uh, it's my birthday. Midlife stasis. Miko from Finland. Miles Funk, the dice punk in Rose, who is not an afterthought. Okay. We must have called him out last month. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't mean to be like that. Morgan, Morgan Rap. Rap. Nope, Morgan Rap. Mr. Willie Phoenix, Steven Lesbian Siegel, Pooh Bear Shaker. My Valentine is postmodern artist Cy Twombly. Nanita and Niskins. Nathaniel Homan. Nicholas Dominic. Nicole Woodruff. Nina Person. <laughs> You're not a snake. I am. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting Bozog. Interrupting Bozog. Lauren. Ah! Okay. No, let's try it one more time. Knock, knock. Okay. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting Bozog. Interrupting Bozog. Ah. I interrupted you. You did. Thank you. Notorious, unemployed, conduit of lugubrious itself. <laughs> <laughs> I Boy, really I'm... like the next one. <laughs> Oi, Austin, when I eat that ass, should I use a fork and knife? Please do not put that anywhere. <laughs> Please don't put any knives near the ass. Yeah, I, not ideal. Some people are into it, honestly. Uh, no. Paye Rajberg. <laughs> Rob Zerg. Pixel Fool. Hmm? Pic- oh, I, I miss Paul Mullen. Man, I have bad eyes. Are we, are we losing it? I mean, we are always losing it. Paul Mullen. Pixel Fool. Preston Bowers. Oh, god damn it. Pruitt Holcomb. Puck, I told my parents I like a like the podcast when they said not the top. <laughs> That's not how this works. <laughs> Rain Raven. Mm-hmm. Random. Conduit of Would You Like a Hug? Yes, please. Razumi Yazera. Robert Dakin. Robert E. Calf Baker, make 2020 the year of the Bozog. Am I losing my voice? Are you? I did two big scream. I did a big Bozog scream. Are you all right, buddy? S. Kearney loves all them dragons. Salad child. They're so horny. Salu- what? Salubrious Tim, conduit of safer work Sasha-based fan fiction. I really appreciate that. Sam. Sam- Van- nope, Sam Zdanowitz. <laughs> Sean Lyons Burke. Sean, the host of Funk Dunk Plays. Simmons, conduit of being cursed for the first time. Shane Sedgwick. Shane Ware, I'm turning 29 and my son is turning two this month. Wish me, I'm assuming luck. 
just anything really continued success and happiness and joy yeah, not not bad stuff shocking link eater ant-man up thanos's ass <laughs> well okay <laughs> sir octopus conduit of chivalrous cephalopods slime king mike conduit of bad boys whoa powerful energy socialism is party cohesion plus soviet power S- fuck me <laughs> Spin- <laughs> Sphincter Spankenstein. <laughs> Starlight Glimmer did nothing wrong. Stephen Latour, Sydney Marzing. So is this hype for Borderlands 3? Terra Conduit of Terra. Terrible puns. That's so good. The cast, the cast of Dungeons, Dungeons the, Gathering. the Gathering. The Conduit of Horny Voice. No, hold on. You have to do it in a horny voice. The Conduit of... No, I can't. Yep, you always said it. You know you can. I know I can't. Yeah, you, I, we all heard it. No. I'm not going to... I'm going to bass boost it. I'm going to make a Nightcore remix if you don't do it. The conduit of horny voice. <laughs> the, ge- ghost, the ghost of Canadian Prime Minister Lester B. Pearson. <laughs> the Hassels. The Jade School of Ass-Based Fine <laughs> Dining Cuisine. All right, that's the horniest one so far. Uh, the murderous penguin who secretly lives in your sock drawer. The Possum Kingdom Liberation Insurgency. Oh, fuck. They're rising. The Precursor. The Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Marietta, Georgia. Theodora, conduit of yes, that's my actual legal name. That's dope. Tim Lutton. Toby Gleason Stack. Too tired for a joke name. Honestly, <gasps> I've never felt anything so powerfully in my life. I'm so- Tortilla the cat. Conduit of denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. <laughs> Don't put that on Tortilla. Tortilla is beyond such petty things as emotion. Toshiro Koru, conduit being back on one's own bullshit. Big same. That's us for April. Trace Marzing. Transient passersby. Trevor S. Shit, it's last minute. What's a joke? <laughs> <We don't... laughs> okay, Trevor. We don't know either, honestly. You could you could tell. Uh Shanus, Shared Points, Professor of Astral Physics. Vigor Arnston. Victoria Melito, the conduit of quietness itself. Vinny, conduit of sleepy bitch disease. Oh dude. Big mood. Vizzy Huggles, keep up the great work, y'all. When there are no gods left to kill, a dragon will do. God. The fans love you so much. I'm jealous. I feel like they love you too. Ziphosaurus. Zach Crenshaw. Z23619, conduit of ambiguous number sequences. Hmm. Let's see what you're up to. No, I don't. Zun and you. Thanks for playing. I won, for the record. Someone go in and tally how many names you read. I feel like I won because I uh I nutted up and did the sexy voice, so. I'm just sorry, I'm just a remix of the you saying I nutted. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, please, please turn that into a disco fucking song. I nutted, I nutted, I nutted. Join me. (laughs) Who amongst us does not like to nut? Does not enjoy a good nut. Okay, I think we're done now, right? Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube. Oh, I thought we already said all that. My balls. (laughs) YouTube your balls? Do not YouTube the phrase my balls. Don't listen to her. <laughs> what the fuck?